Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Now, do I sound better? Yeah. Hello. Yo. Hello, and welcome to this yeah, week's episode. Mic. Yeah, you're in the mic. Yeah. Um, what are we going to talk about? Matthew Perry? Matthew Perry. Someone wrote in uh, about like the whole pilot thing and said I was right. That they cannot be under the influence or anything, blah, blah, blah. And they are expected to be Call in an emergency. Tell us in the podcast. Um, also, dude, let's just like announce that, that like we've come up with merch. I'm kind of anxious to uh, see what you put together. Okay. I'm fucking. Well, I mean, it's got to go to like Jerry's people. I'm going to, well, did you send it to them yet? Well, Jerry's got to do like handle the paperwork with the chick. Paperwork with the chick. The, the, the girl who sent it in. Like, we, we can't. That's, that's, I'm waiting on Jerry. I just, I'm texting them saying y'all, we we were on, I don't know. Okay. Let me pull this closer. Let me sit up closer. Something like this. All right, what's up, besties, and welcome to this very special episode of Pillows and Beer. I'm kidding. It's not that special, but I just like saying that it's a special episode because it's an episode that could hang out with you, besties. Uh, Craig and I are back from New York. Uh, I know that on the last episode, we said that we were going to go to dinner, and we'll tell you about that, but we are back in Charleston, and let me tell you, Craig, I'm exhausted, man. How do you feel? Came from my store, meeting a whole bunch of wonderful folks, some besties included, and now I'm totally crashing. But like yeah, I'm man. in a euphoric way. But yeah, my flight was. Uh, I drove a rental car that I forgot that I had um, until I got home last night. I was like, "Fuck!" I never took my rental car back, so I actually drove it to LaGuardia today. That's so wild. I've never driven in the city before. How was that? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Never, never, you know, had a need to. We got to be aggressive and it's like a video game. <laughs> I think that's dangerous. It's like, it's like a video. I mean, it's, it's, it's way, there's not a lot of room for forgiveness and you're probably going to tap someone. Look who's yeah. joining us right now. Oh, Jerry. Bear? So, I'm, in the, I'm in the show apparently what's up poppy what's up boys what's up dude and little nick uh do i leave and yeah, open I'll up kick yeah okay yeah just kick me out you don't need it we don't need your stuff recorded all right well now that jerry's gone uh what a fucking asshole that guy is 
Um, all right. So we're in Colorado. I mean, I, I, I've done some things since I have been home and I ordered my favorite, one of my favorite restaurants in Charleston, which I'm not even going to say their name on this, even though I'm not saying they did anything wrong, but I will never chance um, being banned from there or having to fake my identity to order pickup from there. Okay. But I have to tell you something that made me feel really like I, I, I might be a boomer, Austin. <laughs> okay. So then, so then, so then you're saying, okay, so this is after your pillow party and like you go home and you order some food, which is what I just did. And you order it from your favorite spot and you're not going to say the name of it. And your food came and what? No, no, no. So you have to go pick it up. Oh, um, okay, okay. And up. so I went and picked it up, and there's this, there's an item that I sometimes get that's notorious for leaking in the bag. And like a couple of weeks ago, Paige was here, and I got out of my car, and the, all of, all of my food fell through the fucking bag. Yeah. And so today, I purposely didn't order that item. I ordered all things that could be in plastic containers and I drove very carefully home. And when I was walking through my garage, all of a sudden certain like little things of condiments started to fall out through the bag. So I knew it was ripping and I went to the sink and I checked every container in the bag and it wasn't anything that I could see that I had done or like that it existed from the food. And so I was like, it must be from where they were sitting the to-go bags like on the counter. So I called the restaurant and I said, Hey, oh, like, well, okay. Yeah. So I called the restaurant back and I'm like, Hey, you know, my name's Craig. I just picked up an order and I just would like you to know that for the second, you know, I'm not mad or anything, but for the second time this month, my food fell through the bag and, you know, I was able to salvage it, but I just want to make sure you guys know uh, to be a little more careful about where you're sitting it or like, you know, and she's like, what did you order? And I'm like, I ordered like this, 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 and this, but it's cool. You know, I'm not mad. And she's like, well, we're like, I guess we're, we're sorry. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like, I just, I, I just thought you should know, you know, I just thought you should know that I think it might be where you're placing them uh, or something. And she's like, okay, well, again, we're sorry. Like, have a nice night. <laughs> and like, I hung up and I was like, I think that was like a real dad. Did you feel dumb? Were you like, were you like, why did I call? Well, and it, well, I would, but I was really like, if this happened to someone else and their food fell all over the driveway, it's going to ruin their night. Sure. And so I just told Paige that. And she's like, she's like, you're, you've been doing things recently, like a couple things that are like, are very daddish, but like our dads. She's like, you're kind of acting like a 60-year-old man. And I was like, well, I thought they should know. And she's like, you just called a 20-year-old hostess to tell her that she might like want to treat the bags that she's handing to people differently. She's like, she does not care. That is it's better than going online and ripping them. Yeah, that's true. The, but no, like, well, That's not in the same category. That's for – this is like – that's for people that suck. I mean, I can see my dad being like, you know what, Wendy? 
you know what? You know, and he puts on like his reading glasses and he's like, where's this number? Where's that damn number? Where's the, he's like, I'm going to call them and I'm going to tell them that these bags are ripping and they should know because I mean, Wendy, our food just fell all, all over the floor for the second time. And I, 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 I don't know. I'm kind of proud that you did that, but well, like Paige kind of Paige, like yelled at, not yelled at me, but she did it the other day. And I started to laugh. Cause I was like, that's exactly what I would say to my dad. I was like, what you're saying to me, I would be like, dad, are you kidding me? They don't care about the bags. Don't call the restaurant. But I did it. <laughs> um, I have to tell you too, that for such a meaningless story, I was kind of riveted that, that whole time. I was like, wait, what happened next? Oh my gosh. Okay. What do you do? And then the whole time I too was trying to figure out the restaurant. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say, right. But I'm like, Hmm. Okay. So there's a hostess there. Okay. Things are in plastic containers that wouldn't leak. So I kind of like played a little detective work and I have two, two options that I think it is, but I won't say high volume. Um, yeah. But like, yep, yep, you yep. know, I was like, you know, I tipped them 20%. You know, I left her 15 bucks or 18 bucks. And I. Which food did you order, man? I know. Well, that, it was my. That was, that was 20%. <laughs> it was sewing, my sewing down south meal, which used yeah. to be like, you know, with a plethora of people. And now it's just me. But, uh, and yeah, they yeah, never yeah. remember me. And I'm like, okay, one, take TV out of it. I go to this place all the time. I'm a good tipper. And I'm like, they should know. And she had zero clue. And let is alone. It, is it Mexican food, Craig? No. No? No, it's not I'm Mexican. But where where do wrong. I go that's Mexican? I, I mean, right at the front of your neighborhood? Oh, that's soul. We're not going to yeah, get yeah. soul's great. Oh, okay. 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 All right. So I'm wrong. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Have you done things at all? Like ever where you were like, that was, yeah, yeah. that was sure. a dad era thing. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. And, and I don't know if this is on the same realm and you guys might be like, Austin, I don't even know if I want to tell it, but I feel like I have to, man, because I feel bad every time that I do, right? So so you know where I live. Yeah, I don't know if you want to say this. Okay. <laughs> but it's basically Well, you can. You can say you've called you've called them for noise. Yes. 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 I have been like, you know, keep it down out there, but obviously it's like I don't have the balls to walk outside and be like, "Hey, you know, keep it down." And uh, I've I've certainly called not nine one one, but like a but like a number that you know you call, and I'm like, okay, I'm just saying like like it's really loud out there, and blah 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 blah, and then and then like I hang up, and I'm like, you're such a little snitch ass bitch, Austin. I'm like, I can't believe that you just did that. We and know whose house getting egg done. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, they always ask me, and I'm like, no, 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 anonymous, anonymous. You do not know my name or my yeah. Phone number. And they're like, we need it for the report, and you're like, no, you don't. Yeah, I'm like. I'm like, no, you don't just I mean, drive a car through. And, uh, and I always feel bad and dumb. And every time that I can play like that, I'm like, wait, man, I didn't need to do that. And I only did it like once. Thing, thing, I, don't know. I don't know. And no, that is very daddish. I thought that the first time that you told me, I was like, Austin, I, dude, um, dude, but like not, not often, you know, but only, you know, but, but sometimes I'm like, you crazy kids, you get out of here. I did it in college once. 
we lived next to Sigap and they were my personal rivals and oh man i, I had still one too in college okay yeah but i look we all partied and i never i just thought it was a a rabbit hole you didn't want to go down like calling the cops on each other but like that was just i would never do that like if you're going to win win fair and square but that's not true win at all costs but you don't have to steep that low um, at all costs, okay. but they were partying. Like it was the night of finals or like midterms. And it was like amplified speakers, like on the deck. And like, we all had pretty soundproof, like party houses. And I called the cops and was like, dude, you got to do something about this noise. But that I actually can remember that one time that I called the, that is funny. Okay. Well, wait. So, so why were they your rival? I like want to tell you why, why, why I began to be like, <clears throat> you darn I mean, it pikes. was always, it was always based around girls. Of course. God. Of course. Ditto. I, I dated they, a girl. Yeah. We both like, we used... both mixed with Tridels. Okay. Like the main. The cool guys, <laughs> the cool guys seem to always like, you know, the same girls. Sure. Yeah. Uh, basically. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how fraternity rivals. Start. But it is. It's and always, then you like get, and then you get over it, you know, by senior year and like the girls are long gone and just, and the girls are like, you guys are not friends. And you're like, should we just be friends to annoy the, them? And then I have a right, picture yeah. with mine. Like I have a picture graduation day and him and I went back and forth throughout like college to like, you know, actually a bouncer locked us in a bar once me, him and our two best friends and had us just fight it out. Well, wait, did you fight? Yeah. We fought each other. Holy shit, Craig. Like, like, you know, punches and stuff. Yeah. To the point where like, that was it. And after that, like we kind of just like, we'd head nod to each other when we like ran into each other. And then it became like, you know, taking a shot with each other and like him on his side of the bar and me on mine. And then we just became friends and yeah, it was, it's something that like makes me smile to this day. We just be, we became close friends by the end of college and we used to like freshmen. I, I, that is girls is a hundred years before something like that happens. That's awesome because mine was, I mean, it was obviously a girl as is the root of all my problems and was dating her. And the guy that she used to date, you know, just kept on trying to, you know, hit her up and talk to her and all this stuff. And I was like, grr. And it became a thing to where, like, we just did not fucking like each other until it came to a head one day. And the guy was like, because one of my fraternity brothers went went to high school with him. And he was like, Austin, like, you and him are going to have to, like, fight it out. But I got to be honest with you. (laughs) He's kind of like a country boy and he's probably going to whoop your ass. And I was like, shit, <laughs> like shit, I don't want to do this, you know? And, uh, and so we, we like, you know, talked it out and it was like, fuck you. And by senior year, you know, I mean, the girl was long gone, you know, from, you know, my life. And like, we saw each other at a bar and we were like, why are we doing this man? And And he was like, I don't know, dude. It's so dumb. He's like, I'm, I'm fucking dating someone and you're dating someone. And like, we became buds after that. And, and it made her roll, roll her eyes. Like, no way, no way. You guys friends now. 
Yeah, and it was funny. I started to laugh because you said he's a big country boy. Well, this guy's friend was a big country boy, and I remember he hit me so fucking hard, <laughs> and I just remember being like, <laughs> just like catching it and just being like, fuck, and then going back, and then just going back in, but like being like, you know, you get hit sometimes, and it like jars you, and you're like, God, you're a big guy. I'm so happy those years are behind me. <laughs> was that your last fight that that you've been in? I mean, that's like a true blue. I got jumped in college, you know, when I, I got the last one. I got, fans. Yeah, the last one was I got hit with a bottle. That's why my nose is. Tennessee fans, they low down, they dirty, they some snitches. Um, and I, I got straight, yeah, to where like I was on the ground like, ah! and I was covering, you know, my head getting like, you know, hit. And then it got, you know, broken up by, by a few people. But I was like, damn, all right, your boy got jumped. <laughs> Yeah, but you do. You just cover up. And then they yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, then covered up. And, and like, my friend's sister came came running in and was like, get out of here. And, like, you know, kick kick some guy in the head. I was like, yes, Aaron, get him. <laughs> um, and it was, like, me and my buddy versus, like, you know, six dudes. Yeah. And then you look back and you're, like, fighting so stupid. So stupid, man. I have Like, there's it. never a better. Okay. Okay. Talk about an absolute adrenaline rush. The, the, the. First hour back at the house after a group fight is some of the like highest you'll ever be in your entire life. You are running hot. And, and you're, you're like, just telling the story over and over and over. And like those stupid yeah. fraternity fights. Cause it was like it was like, like you won like a football or something, game. and you're like, give me that bottle, like pulling on it, and you're like, <laughs> I remember, but then someone would always take it too far. Like I remember someone I lived in the house with ran into the Sigep's house and like stole one of their composites. And you're like, okay, like that's ballsy as shit. But then it was also like, but then we did this, this, and this. And you're like, Jesus Christ, dude. You're like, all right, yo, call everyone up because they're definitely not going to let yeah. that fucking go. Like, hey, um, I went in there and took the composite, but I also. Uh, bang the president's girlfriend while I was in there, and then and then set him on fire. Do you think that they're going to be pissed? You're like, what? No, what did you? What, what are you doing, you crazy person? Oh my gosh, we yeah, mine. And then Nick, play a bleeping sound over this. <laughs> Ran in the house, took the composite off the wall, but then on his way out, saw a fire extinguisher and just started fucking spraying it all over the fucking place. And it was one of those like powder ones. <laughs> And we were like, well, now you're going to get fucking suspended. And like, you know, watching him do this. It was at like three in the morning. <laughs> so somebody did that in our dorm room my freshman year. And he got kicked out, out off school. And that, did, that didn't go well. And then he pulled all the fire alarms after doing it. Yeah. Then a sen so, well, a senator so, just pulled a fire alarm and I, didn't get in trouble. No, that senator. Uh, representative. I was just going to say that. One of the biggest dick moves that you could do, right? Because because every fraternity house in Alabama has a band room. And so they have band parties on Friday and Saturdays of game day weekends. It's a big, huge thing. And and I always thought, right, man, all the fraternity houses are just like, you know, lined up. Boom, 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 boom. And obviously, you basically just like, you know, hang out at your fraternity house with your brothers, right? But girls pop from, you know, each one. They're like, oh, well, let's go to this one. Oh, well, let's go to that one. And I'm like, man, they had life now if if a fire alarm was pulled that was always the biggest fucking dick move and it could be anything from like uh 
you know, an ex-girlfriend that was angry at a brother or another fraternity man coming in just to fuck with us and pull it. But then the whole party had to shut down, you know, the fire trucks had had to come. And that was always a huge thing. It was like, who pulled the fire alarm? You're a dead man. And a girlfriend of mine uh, admitted to me that one time she, she did it at our house because, you know, one of her ex boyfriends was, was my fraternity brother. And I'm like, you are crazy. She's like, yes, I know. And I'll do it again. So don't make me do it. <laughs> like, please stop pulling our fire alarms. Have like you ever pulled one anywhere? I haven't either. See, it's like a. Unless I'm, in like elementary school, they like taught us how, but it wasn't real. Yeah. I ain't going <laughs> to jail for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of have to do it with some intention, right? You have to like lift up the cover then like you pull it out and then I think that you pull it down. I, I don't even know how. Well, some now have dye packs in them so they can tell who did it. Well, that's stupid that. because then that's against public policy Then because then someone that needs to pull one might not pull one. Well, I don't think that it's like widely known that they're there, but on a lot of like college campuses and high schools, they do so they can see if a kid Yeah, because it kids are hoodlums. That's smart. That's smart. I mean, the only, like I have a, school. I have a pretty funny one though that happened when I was like that. So, um, I think, you know, Boston, but anyway, my friend in Chicago that I looked up to in college, we had, so our pledge ed, so everyone listening that wasn't in Greek life, you have a pledge educator and that's like the drill sergeant, like the guy in charge of all the pledges. Make sure you do your shit, but they're also dick bags sometimes. And mine was like talking about brother call outs after you got initiated. It was like, I'm going to kill this guy. Um, and see, that's what you don't want to do. Like, like when you're the brother, you don't want to go too hard because then when they get like initiated, it's like they hate you because you <laughs> went too hard at them. It's like, I was like, I'm yeah, becoming social all... chair to ruin your life. Yeah. To just ban you from the parties of your own fraternity. <laughs> No, so we so we got so our fraternity ended up being split like north versus south, and we were rivals in our own fraternity, but we still loved each other. We were all brothers. But this guy, we became friends later in college. But at the time, like he was such a worm, and even though we were friends, but we still were like, we're gonna screw with you. And he was so fun to mess with. But he called me one day and he was like, "You're a piece of shit, friend," because I was friends with a lot of guys that weren't in the fraternity, but they could go with me everywhere. And he's like, your piece of shit friend got me kicked out of my apartment. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, FaZe fucking pulled the fire alarm last night in the hallway. And I was like, bullshit, he did. He's like, we have him on camera. The guy just brought me into his office and showed me this video. I was like, it wasn't him. He's like, Craig, Matt walks into the fucking hallway, pulls the fire alarm, and then flicks off the security camera and walks down the stairs. (laughs) And he said, and I got kicked out of my apartment. I have like two weeks to leave. Damn. And I was like, damn, that Guys, sucks. don't mess around with fire alarms. <laughs> and it was like a premier place in Charleston. It was right above where Moe's used to be on King Street. It was so sick. Oh, man. Wait, dude, Moe's, Moe's like on Calhoun? Yeah, King and Calhoun. But oh, I don't wow. Know wow. All right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And back with my Kappa Sig brothers after this, A to B. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. Craig just gave a little 
God, man, we're getting real fractual with it tonight. I think it's so funny. I, I like to kind of go in in the time capsule, Craig. Well, for those of you that don't know, me and Austin are in the same fraternity, actually. We're both Kappa Sigs. We're both Kappa Sigs. We both graduated the exact same year, 2010. We're in Kappa Chi chapter. What was your chapter? Uh, the beta chapter. Shut the fuck up. We were always in trouble. Wait, does that mean you were like the second chapter? Yes. Yeah. So no like, way. So like, okay, at Alabama. So so we were all trained. You know, everyone who's a Kappa Sig that Virginia had the first chapter, and it was established in like I don't know, man, eighteen sixty four, let's say. And our chapter at Alabama was established in eighteen sixty one. So like how. How could Virginia be the first chapter when, so like we, like we, we pass it down from generation to generation that Alabama, you know, was basically like is the first chapter, but for some reason they give Virginia credit anyway. That's pretty sweet. If I went to Alabama, <laughs> I, I would be like, we were the first. Uh, uh, what yeah. do you think that we did? Of course we did. Um, so we were. <sighs> We were always, in, I don't think we we're, I don't think Gabba Sig's on, at Charleston anymore. Yeah, but we had a lot of fun, that's for sure. Um, so I was going to say something, but instead it reminded me of shirts. And I was driving down the highway today, 26, and a yellow jacket uh, flew into my shirt. Okay, yeah, yeah, man, tell me this, because uh, when when we were just having our little meeting with Jerry, I got sidetracked, and I looked at your stories, and then it was just a picture of a dead yellow jacket that said, sorry that it had to end this way, and I'm like, okay, what the hell is this story? Dude, it was, it's actually, I had to not think about it, because I was going into my store for the event, so I'm driving down the highway, 83 degrees today in Charleston, by the way. Yeah, it was like obnoxiously hot, it was, it was obnoxious. And I, so I was driving down the highway. I'm a big windows down guy, even in Ubers or whatever. I like the windows down. I like the noise. And a, I want to say the texture of like a nut that's fallen from a tree, like soft, like a soft nut, you know, or like a bud, like a flowering, like, like I, it was organic matter. Like something flew through my window that wasn't a stone. Okay. If that makes sense, okay. does that make sense? Like it could have been a big piece of mud, like the size of a marble. And and like it hit you. It hit my chest. Yeah, like my shirt. And I was like, whoa! I'm really happy that that didn't hit my eye. You know, I was like, wow! How did something just fly through my window? Oh, right. And okay. so okay. I'm just like driving. I'm just driving. And I can't find it. Like, I'm looking and I was like, that thing was big. But, like, it's not in my seat. And so I'm just like, all right. I guess it wasn't as big as I thought it was. And then I feel something, like, kind of bite my neck. And I, But I always have, like, I have problems with, like, ingrowns or, like, you know, I have irritation right here. So I was sure, like, sure. all right, that's just in my head. So, like. 30 seconds to a minute later, which is the creepy part, because this is now like four minutes ever so, like that I got hit. I just feel this like burning in my chest, like that if you took your two fingernails and was just pinching your skin. And I go like this, and I like look in my shirt, and he's like kind of flying around. 
And he's like now on this side, like on my T-shirt. And I'm wearing those like those Pierce shirts that we got. So it's like real thin. And so I want to squeeze it, but it's pretty big. And I don't want him to like sting my fingers. So through my shirt, I have to hold him by his head. And I'm just like squeezing his head. You caught him by his head? Yeah. <laughs> That's like some Mr. Miyagi type shit, Craig. Well, I mean, he was like in this like pocket, you know. Oh, so like you got him with your shirt. My shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like I pinched head. him with. Yeah. <laughs> And so I just hold them. And now in my head, I'm like, that would have been really dangerous. Cause I'm still driving on like, I'm about to exit on the King street. And I was like, but then I also felt bad. Cause he only stung me like twice and he was there for a while. So he must've just gotten scared. Twice too many times, Craig. That's twice too many times. Or I like, accidentally like i was like i guess i must have hit him but then i was like dude i legitimately had a so bees can only sting you once this was a yellow jacket that could have stung me multiple multiple times oh man they can do that they can go yeah yellow jackets and wasp and like hornets their stingers retractable evil old fuckers and it saws your skin so then it was just burning for like 10 minutes but anyway I was like, I wonder how many accidents has been caused by like getting stung or like a spider or something being in your car. But I'm glad I wasn't allergic because it swelled up pretty bad. I think that I would have definitely swerved a little bit. I've been like, ah, you know, like get out of here and kind of swerved a little bit and just tried to open up the window and be like, shoot, shoot. But like you held it. You held it. Until no, it was it was in my shirt. Well, so I like there was no way like, to get it I out. I'm like, get out, or like ripped off my shirt or something. Okay, but in order to do this, you would have had to let it go, and it would have been free inside of your shirt. But what if it flew out of the neck hole? It didn't. It was in my shirt. I know you've said that twelve times, but like. You know, just just like an open window. Why would window. it fly? It, it, it's like but, just like an open window. It's like if a wasp is flying around in your car, you open up the window, and yes, it's inside the car, but you hope it flies outside the car. So if you open up your fucking shirt. Yeah, or he's going to go right back at the guy that just hit him and sting the fuck out of him. Okay, yeah, true. So like you neutralize the 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 threat. You, you neutralize the threat, and then you've got – so like you calmly and coolly just park park your car and like – and, and you let this. And I took my go. shirt off, and then I like examined him. No, he had one leg that was kicking, so I put him on the ground and stomped on him. <laughs> <clears throat> A nice peaceful. <laughs> I legitimately thought that you were about to say. So then I put him on the ground, you know, in the grass. So hopefully he would. Fly no, away. I squashed him. So then I put him on the ground and I stomped his little fucking head in. Okay. Yeah, I felt bad that he was suffering. Well, I mean, Craig did. Did you drink a Rebel Rabbit? Uh, yeah. These are great stories. These are like these so. Are like these are like mundane stories, but like have enthralled me. So right before we got on, I was Facetiming with Paige, and she was showing me her outfits for Bravagon. Her parents are there, and she goes, "Look, in order, she somehow the presidents came up. You know, they've been speaking, and she goes, "Look, in order to be the president of a country, you have to like." 
almost be a narcissist. She's like, you have to truly believe that you are the best person to run that country. And she like, I catch myself like nodding in the, in the window. And she's like, I mean, you really have to think that you could run an entire country and be confident in yourself to do it. And she was like, do you see yourself right now? And I was like, what? And she's like, you're nodding. You're nodding because you believe that you are the best person to run this country. And I was like, I mean, I do think I'd do a pretty good job. And she was like, because you are a narcissist. She was like, <laughs> she was again. like, did you, she goes, did you hear what you just said? And I go, what? And she goes, you honestly believe that you could do a good job running the country. And I was like, well, yeah, because I would like, and she was like, Craig, if you weren't such an empath, like you actually match all of the criteria for narcissists, except you have a huge level of empathy. And so it throws the test off. And she goes, why don't you go and tell Austin that? Tell Austin that you match the criteria to be a narcissist when you get on pillows and beer. She goes, you know what you said the other day? You came in the apartment and just said, you know, I make a lot of people happy. You know, people just come up to me and someone just took a picture and gave me a hug outside. And I think it's really great that I can make people happy. And I was like, I was like, well, I wasn't saying it as a douchebag. And she goes, that's the problem, Craig. You legitimately were serious when you were saying it. And I was like. <laughs> Paige, once again, dishing out the hard truths. And that is funny because I've heard you say it before, Craig. You're like, you know what? It's really cool that we make a lot of people happy. She's like, I can't believe you're being serious. I I think we do. And and Craig. I I hope we make you happy. No, look, man, you're not wrong. But um, I I don't think that I've ever really had that thought of like, you know what? We make, you know, man, make people happy. Hey, I think that we should give, um, I think that we should give uh, an update because obviously Nick posted something about Paige getting mad at Craig. And she was like, I swear Craig is going to look like a buffoon at BravoCon because he hasn't gotten his outfits. Update, Craig and I went shopping for our BravoCon outfits and we sent every single picture of every single outfit on us to Paige. And she gave him, you know, thumbs up and thumbs down. So Craig and I went BravoCon shopping and Paige actually did help, even though that she said that she was too busy to help and that she wasn't going to do it. She, she... Like she FaceTimed us and she came through in the clutch to help us. On top of that, she approved all our outfits. So we both have like two to three page approved outfits for BravoCon. Yeah, I, I got a, I was on the fence about one and Craig was like, well, Paige just said in all caps that she loves it. I was like, okay, well, I can't not get it because Paige said that in all caps that I guess that me, I mean, I think that she knows what she's talking about. And and then another thing that I put on, she, she, she put, you know, the thumbs down. So, um, yeah, yeah we, I mean, we I, both I, had, kind of went in the, in the so the we direction. went to, yeah. So we went to, I went to face gym, which shout out to them. And I think Austin, when you try it, you're going to fall in yeah, love yeah. with it. I should have done it with you that day. I, I just didn't know that you were doing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we weren't, we should have shared our plans more, but so I went to face gym for people that don't know, they basically, it's like lymphatic drainage and stuff, but they work out the muscles in your face. They stretch them. Whenever I leave, I have like a quarter inch less puffiness, but it also it like, good? yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a massage on your yeah. face, except they do this. They gouache it, right? They're like, 
Yeah, that's part of it. But then they flick you. And so it's just like any muscle. Like, it's just training. Like, like your face muscles are actually like. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going to lie. When I, when I met up with you afterwards at the coffee shop, you looked thin. You know, your face, you know, almost looked like. Yeah, that's like, what they like, like. Snatched. It was like, you know, your face looked snatched. And I was like, okay, all right. So, yeah. and then they do this cryo thing where they shoot ice cold, like air and moisture, like a couple layers into your skin. I have dry skin sometimes on my face. But anyway, then my partner Amanda called me and I had to get this like note written for this exclusive that I'm doing or something. I don't know. I just needed to write a, like a note for like this magazine. And so I go, you know, I could use a coffee. And so I Googled a coffee shop near me. And I went to the cutest little coffee shop and I texted Austin. I said, Hey, I'm at the coffee shop. Come meet me. Cause he was coming to meet me for I was, suits. I, I, you know, was shocked. Well, not shocked, but I was like, Oh man, good on you. You know, you were there for like, you know, 30 minutes or so waiting on me. And then we went to suit supply and shout out to suit supply. They fortunately basically we had like the whole second floor to ourselves and we were just like this 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 and that bring it to the rack we're all gonna try it on and we had two guys that were helping us shout out to earl right earl yep and tristan who were helping us soho suits the whole time and everything like was less than a thousand dollars in their store like every full suit every suit separate outfit style and I mean, look, it pages kicking the butt helped, but fortunately she was wrong. And we were in classic like guy form last minute, walked in. We spent two hours, two hours, two hours there. Each got three looks completely styled, walked out at a pretty decent. Um, both of us stayed like, you know, neither of us saw a number that we were dreading to see on yeah, the credit yeah. card machine. And they're shipping it to Vegas for us. Yeah, so. and I remember Paige was like, "Y'all are so like, y'all are so annoying." Just like I've been planning this for you know weeks and months, and you guys are just walk in a suit supply at last second and just get a bunch of stuff. One of the suits that I got, Craig, it's so nice. I like almost want to wear it for the reunion. You know, I'm like, it is oh. a reunion suit. It is. It really is. You might be able, you'll have to see how much you're in that day that you wear it. And then sure. Um, but she was so happy for us, which is good. Like she was like, Oh, of course it's happening. But I think she was like relieved to see us in a store shopping. Well, yeah, because at, as she said, she was like, I need you to look decently put together. So, and it's true though, because I, I do see those comments, you know, if like you post something about, you know, I don't know what the hell. And people are always like, oh my gosh, I'm curious what Paige, you know, thought of this. So like, she probably gets tagged all the time. Like, That's did true. you approve this? Did you approve this for Craig? Did you approve no, this? Fucking approve that. Does it look like I approve this? Right, right, right. Dude, it's very obvious when Craig is wearing something that Paige has put together for him. Like, I remember you popping into the scene with us uh where you me and craig are shopping this year for madison's party and you show up and i was like what are these clothes i mean it, it was so obvious that Paige addressed you but yeah austin can i see it from a mile away it's, it's so funny and then uh so <clears throat> you know we talked about how we don't like when 
flight attendants are cheesy sometimes in the beginning of a flight. Like Southwest, sometimes they go on and on and on. And sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's like cheesy. Have we? You know what I'm talking about, though? No. no. Sorry. When flight attendants do like the safety briefing, sometimes they try to like sing it or make oh, it fun. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay. And it's hit or miss, hit or miss. Well, today. And Were you, you on Southwest see- today? No, I was on Delta. That's why no one was expecting it. And so it's pretty like somber morning flight, you know, from New York to Charleston. And the flight attendant is doing the saving briefing. And then there's one standing like, you know, next to me doing that. She's talking and he's doing the demonstration. And she goes, you know, I'm Melissa, Pittsburgh-based flight attendant. Uh, Flying with me today is Kenny from South Park. And we've got Sarah in the back from... (laughs) And like, just they give you the run. Like it was just a guy and he's like, well, my name's not Kenny. And she just like starts to roast him a little bit as if he was like Kenny from South Park. And so people's like heads are starting to pop up and like laugh, but you can tell it's only people that caught on to like, wait, I was like, is South Park a real place? No, she said like Kenny from South Park. And then she forgot where we were going though. And he's like, he didn't like cuss, but he was like, we're going to Charleston. You can't remember my name, but you or something like, and so they started to chirp at each other in a like loving way. And later the guy across from me was like, why did they call you? Or why did she call you Kenny? He's like, I guess it's cause I got in a motorcycle accident six months ago and was supposed to die. And I didn't, <laughs> he's that, like, so now I have metal plates in my like arms and like wrists and stuff. That that's like, that's like kind of dark. You know? Yeah, I don't like, know. It made me laugh. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I don't I, I I I always like, you know, the effort from a, a flight attendant. Um I, Again, dad jokes. I like now I'm laughing at dad jokes like <laughs> Craig's just experiencing life and just just like a whole new light. The things that like amuse you. Um all right, besties, I think we've bantered enough about nonsense for one day. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us because that's really, really what it was today. Like, this just felt like a total and complete hangout session. So, thank you for doing so. As always, do not forget Pillows and Beer on the Road Part Two starts November 7th in Milwaukee and then continues on to Nashville and then Houston. And that's the first, you know, kind of week of it. So, Check it all out, pillsandbeer.com. Listen to us wherever you get them. Make sure to leave uh, reviews for us. We love you all. We love when you come up to us and say that you listen to the podcast. It makes us so happy. Everyone make sure to say hey to Nick. And it seems the boys are going to get a good night's sleep tonight. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.